So, we were learning about the words in the Torah, you should know today that Hashem is Elikim. And how Hashem gave us this mitzvah specifically in connection to our arrival in Israel. And we want to understand what this mitzvah means when it seems that the energy of Havaya is about revelation of Hashem. Not just any revelation. Revelation of Hashem on the highest level. And the Elikim conversely, is about the concealment of galiness. And how can we say that they are the same? Havai is about revelation, and Elikim is about concealment. As we began discussing this more in detail, we learned that Shem Elikim doesn't necessarily function in a way that it conceals everything completely. Shem Elikim causes there actually to be a revelation. Shem Elikim is the source of the vessels, and the, fu- the function of a vessel is to conceal the inner dimension of something and to reveal the hindermost and lowest part of something. Like the eye is meant to conceal the power of sight of the neshama and to reveal the power of sight of the body. And the brain is the vessel for intelligence, and its function is to hide the higher inner understandings of the neshama and to reveal a lower kind of understanding of the body. That's the function of the of, of a vessel. And there are various kinds of screens of Shemalakim throughout the entire spiritual cosmos. There is a screen between the intellect and the emotions, the world of Atsilus. Just like by a human being. The function of the intellect is to is, is a window to see the truth objectively. That's the function of intellect, to really understand something deeply and to completely absorb something in, in its objectively. Versus the emotions are about how we assimilate things subjectively, how we relate them to ourselves. It's impossible to think about something by yourself. Of course, having friends discuss it helps you personally understand it better. But the idea of intellect is... To, to think about something yourself objectively. That's, that's what intellect means. Versus emotions. Emotions are how you bring something into yourself and how you feel about it. Carrying that analogy over to the world of Atsilus, there is the truth of Hashem. How Hashem is alone and is nothing besides Him. As it is in the world of Atsilus. And then there are the emotional spheres from Chesed to Malchus, whose function is not about the truth of Hashem, rather the function is about being a source for creation. When God created the world, it says in the Torah, He created the world with six days. And Chesedus explains, it wasn't only in the length of six days that God created the world, it wasn't just during the duration of six days that God created the world, but God actually used six, six spheres, which are called days, the series of Chesed and the Yisrael primarily, to create the world. So when we say God created the world with six days, it means He created the world with the spheres. And each day of the week corresponds to its respective sphere, and that's why one particular kind of energy is dominant on that particular day. So just like by Avram Avinu, when he was by himself in the tent without guests, although he had very strong emotional feelings, he had no one to share them with. 
he was by himself. You can't really express emotions or you can't really activate your emotions by yourself. His attribute of kindness and no one to bequeath his, his kindness to, and that's what bothered him, because emotions are associated how we, how we feel about others, how we relate to others. In a similar way, the lower spheres of Atsilus, they're about how Hashem contracts His light to be a source for creation. Unlike the first three spheres... I think I maybe. It's you, if everybody can mute. Okay. So. Apologies, that was my AC. Sorry about that. Hashem, glad you have AC. It's important to have AC. And uh, not, not everyone has it. It's a blessing. Okay. So um, the function of the. Intellect, the world of Atsilus, is to express the truth of Hashem. The function of the Midas of Atsilus is to be a source for creation. So they're very different energies, and that's why there is a screen between the Chacham Bin and Das of Atsilus, the, the intellect of Atsilus, and the emotions of Atsilus. So what the screen serves is to tra- traverse the, the uh, change between the absolute truth of, of there's nothing besides Hashem to a more, um, if you will, a more limited understanding of truth, how Hashem is true in the world, how, how Hashem is a source for creation. And that's a screen, that's a concealment of godliness. Then there's a concealment of godliness between the world of Atzilus and the world of Bria, and from Abriya to Yitzira. So Shem Elikim, throughout the entire spiritual cosmos, its function is to screen godliness, to make godliness more um, accessible to the various place that Shemalakim is functioning in, in that juncture in the spiritual cosmos. So where you have Shemalakim, you have something that's palatable, that's able to be received in the kind in the point Hashem's design that that should be received in that particular way. Shemalakim is about concealment. Versus Shemavaya is about expression of, of, of self, of Hashem. If our bodies did not have any uh, kalim, or more accurately, if we were to look at our, our neshamas koiches without the body, our soul's energies in their essence, so the body, first of all, the body can't contain the purity of the soul's energies, it can't contain them. It's too strong for the body. The, you would have the essence of the power to see, the essence of the power to feel, in this, the soul's energies, without any without the vessels of, of the body limiting it, just having the pure, unadulterated power of the soul to understand and to see, in that kind of expression, the body can't participate. The body can't, can't assimilate the pure wisdom of the neshama, and the pure sight of the neshama. So where you have something that's relevant to the body, you ha- you, you're missing the essence of the soul powers. And where you have expression of the essence of the soul powers, you don't have the body. Where you have an outside, you don't have essence. Where you have essence, you don't have the outside. Our soul's powers 
are in their unadulterated pure form before they descend into the body. Whatever our vessels do is to make things um, relate to the outside. I mean, the truth is that even our power of intellect or our power of vision, it could be said that our power of a vision is a power for the outside. I'll tell you what I mean. Or even a power of intellect. Think about um, Adam and Eve before the sin. Adam and Eve, before the sin, it says they were together and they weren't embarrassed. Why weren't they embarrassed? Because they didn't look at themselves as a separate entity other than the Abisha's will, what Hashem wants. There was no sense of self at all. The source of all evil is a sense of self. That's where evil comes from. Evil, it doesn't say this, that ich is mokakominira. The eye is a source of all kinds of evil. The more there is the eye, the more there is less of whatever Hashem wants, the more Hashem feels, whatever. Ich is mokakominira. And that's what the, um, the uh, sin of the tree of knowledge did. It, it caused there to be a, um, a, 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 a the, the eye emerged. Every day of creation, there's some kind of uh, filtering that happened. On the first day of creation, uh, the Abishter made a world. There's now a new entity, this uh, separation from godliness. Then on the second day of creation, God separated the, the, uh, the uh, higher waters and lower waters. And there's a the distinction, there's now a separation of the lower waters. And the third day of creation, God separated between the dry land and the, and, and the water. And then the sixth day of creation today on Friday, God separated between man and woman. And then, and then throughout creation, there is this concept of filtering and separation of, of there being a higher and lower. And then, this, and then the sin of the tree of knowledge also caused there to be a, a sense, there was, there was something that was filtered, some kind of separation. There is now a sense, what, what, what emerged through the sin? A sense of I, a sense of self. So before the sin of the tree of knowledge, there are the soul's powers functioning in the, in the body, but they're not functioning in a way that's distinct from the world or the reality that Hashem created. You're just part of what Hashem wants. Think of a little child who uh, walks around without a diaper. Why is he running around without the, di- the diaper? Because there's no, there's no eye, there's no sense of self. It's just you know, it, 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 he, he's part of the he's part of the scene. So our soul's powers, as they function without the, the vessels, are, are pure. It's a pure expression of soul. It's, it's, so where you have expression, the essence of the soul powers, there is no outside. So it's kind of like instead of seeing something on the outside, it's more like you're part of, your power of sight without, without a body is more like you're, you're part of the experience. You know how, how like, like artists talk about just becoming one with nature, you know, like, like there's no sense of self. So the soul's purity of of seeing things I mean part of it, it, it it's it's about the, the the soul's power of sight is how the a revelation of, of what the soul is experiencing it's not about something on the outside versus the soul and the body are the vessels of the eye cause us to be on the outside and to see things and to react with things in other words vessels aren't only in the body point is shame Kim it's about concealment. It's about there being an outside. Shemavai is about the expression of the truth of Hashem beyond um, any uh, concealment. And the question is, why are we saying that Shemalakim and Shemavai are one when they're the opposites? Where there is Shemavai, where there's expression of Hashem's essence, there cannot be an outside. And where there is a revelation to the outside, there cannot be essence. So how are we saying they're the same?
Uh, let's go to the Mimer inside. Great news. People know what page we're on. Come on, tell me somebody. Who's looking inside in the Mimer? It's, it's, it says in the Yiddish guide that letters make you smarter. So it's really good to be able to follow along and uh, see the holy words that Ebra Hashab. Besides the fact that the more you read inside, the better you'll be able to open the mimer yourself and learn it yourself because you just get used to seeing how the words, what the words mean and get used to reading it. Okay, enough of that. The rant is officially over. Reading now inside. We are on page uh, 50. Survey says 55 is off. We're on page 53. Uh, <laughs> okay, we are on um, page 54. Um, let's go to the line Chad Chulu Acha Inyinhu. Acha Inyinhu, it's on page 54. Acha Inyinhu. The matter is as follows. The answer is like this. How is the same? Answer is like this. It says in the Pasuk, from my flesh I will perceive Hashem. Hashem made us in a way that from our flesh I can perceive, I can understand Hashem. That's why Hashem made us. Specifically that intent that we should be able to, we should be able to relate to the Abishter in, in an internal deep way so Hashem made us, Betzal Melkin Moseinu. Hashem made us in His image. So Nasan Kamoseinu Kamoseinu Shod Nasan Kamoseinu Shomaylo Chim Kas Nefesh Novin Yechshu Lemaylo. Hashem said, "Let us make man in our form and in our image." That a human being was made in the image of Hashem, and therefore, from our soul powers in this world, we can understand how things are in heaven. We have also two faculties. We had a faculty of revelation. We also have a faculty of concealment and limitation. For example, our power of intelligence to think about things. Our power to think about things comes from a higher soul power in the soul called the Koyachayuli. Yuli is a Greek word which means something that's unformed that's potential, that hasn't yet been, it's, it's more of a goylem, it's more of a blob, it hasn't yet been formed at all. That's what a yuli is. So there is an ability of the soul to think about all kinds of ideas. It's not about any specific idea, it's a potential, it's a, it's a faculty, a koyach, a power to think about anything. All power of thought comes from this koyach hamask, the ability to think. This faculty of has the ability to reveal, that means to reveal all kinds of intelligence, to be able to understand all kinds of things, to absorb all kinds of things. That's one faculty in the ability of ex- expression and revelation, to understand, to think. A power to think means the power to think, to use, to exercise. And there's also, there's also, there's also another faculty of this power, and that is the power to limit, to limit every idea, to define every idea. 
the kosech of a svara behechach shiye gvulas pashtushta daatei pesavilisulei. Every every intelligent idea has a limit to how far it can be expressed. It can ex- be expressed to this particular point and can't go further. I think I shared with you Rabbi, one time our Shashiva in Maristown, New Jersey, Rabbi Wolshansky Zangazunt, he gave a class to us, and I really liked the class, and I wrote down, I think, seven pages of how I thought this, this idea could be applied to many other ideas. And I brought this over to Rabbi Wolshansky to hear his input. I was probably very proud of myself, uh, thinking, like, wow, I, f- I took this idea and I, to the next level. <laughs> Rabbi Wolshansky reads it over. He looks... And then he's like silent for what it seemed like an endless amount of time. And then he like looks down, looks up, looks down, and he says, Moshe, I think I have created a monster. <laughs> Which, <laughs> the idea had a very clear definition, and I had extrapolated far beyond its, um, uh, where its intended space. Every idea has where it could be applied to, and where it cannot be applied to. <laughs> My grandfather, Oliver Shalom, Rabbi Fogelman, uh, he once appointed me to be in charge of Mitzvah, of Mitzvah activities in the Worcester. And, uh, and he, he wanted to give me free reign. He wanted me to feel like, you know, it's my thing. So he once told me, you know, you have a lot of good ideas, but every idea has like this screw. <laughs> <laughs> that has been tightened. So that's the power of, of Hagbala. There's a power of, uh, of limiting things. We know, uh, Rabbi. Oh, thank you, Zev. Actually, in, 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 in New Haven, uh, there, was, there was a cook in New Haven, uh, Mr. Pap, in our yeshiva. He gave every bacher, every yeshiva student, he gave them a name to describe them. And he was very good at giving you a name that described your core. So my name was Screwball. <laughs> There's always great ideas, but but then you have to like figure out like how to make it actually work, which is observe um, why I always seek your wise counsel to make it happen. Anyways, so that's the the power of Hagabol in the nefesh. The power of Hagabol in the nefesh is to filter and say where it starts and where it stops. That's why after Shabbos we you have the bracha from where we say Abdullah. Which bracha do we say Abdullah? We say the bracha of Chayin Adas. What's the bracha of Chayin Adas mean? Hashem gives intelligence. So the Chassidim say, anybody could say Kiddush. Anybody could say something is holy. Everyone could say, yeah, this is holy, that is holy, do this, that's also holy. It's, always, it's easy to say that. But to make Havdalah, to make a separation, say this isn't holy, this is wrong, that's where Seichel comes in. So that's a Koyach HaGbolash Menefesh, that's a power to define things and limit things. There's a power of understanding, the power of thinking, and there's a power of, of crystallizing something and defining it and saying it doesn't go further than this. The idea has a limit. The power of koyach masculine is both to understand things and to limit things. If an idea goes too far, it will go in a crooked way and it won't be true. When you have a different ideas, why yes? And different ideas of why not? If you won't define those ideas of why it's kosher, why it's not kosher, 
you'll never come to a conclusion. You'll never be able to say which way to go because you have ideas of both ways. Yesterday, I, I was very happy to see um, some, some issue that needed a strong letter. And uh, I, I, I didn't even think that a letter would solve anything, honestly, because I thought the issue was too complicated and a letter would be too nuanced to one side. And somebody uh, produced a letter to address this issue to this person. Huh? Was it a talking about like a rebel letter? No, no, no. Someone, so, someone, uh, someone needs to, be, to hear a message about not going to, about not taking something too far and and to cease and desist and to change change course and i thought they were so far up in a tree that there's no message that could be given to them in a way that would apply the right force to them that they that they need to comply and at the same time not not create a fight and usually usually but this was such a guy worked so hard to make this so balanced that it was pleasant on the other hand, it had the full weight of the uh, of what of what he wanted to say, and uh, usually our, our, our we have a, 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 you have you want to be good cop or bad cop, right? You have to define how far good cop is and how far bad cop is. Otherwise, you'll never get anywhere. So that's the power of hagbola, power of limitation. Okay, Hamaskal to limit the ideas. You have ideas why yes, why you should be pleasant, how you should be pleasant. You have ideas of why you should be forceful and. How you should be forceful, but if you don't have that power of Agabola, you won't be able to define where that has to go. So this person apparently was really very, um, took himself completely out of the equation, and he was able to give over a message that was so balanced, because he, 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 he was able to really define how far things had to go, and it, it, it's, it's, an, it's, it's a really, it's a koyach, it's a koyach of Agabola, power to limit an idea, and to know where it goes up to and where it doesn't. Otherwise, you know, you can get carried away. Why? Yes, and why no? And it's it's it's. Uh, this is the koyach of the of the soul to draw that line and to define things and say this is this, it, it, it's a wonderful idea, but it stops here. This is where it goes up to. Uh huh. Interesting. Schizophrenia is, is, is where you don't know where things start and stop. You're in like a different zone. Isn't that like being neurotic or uh, psychotic? Is that the same thing? Right, right. I always give this analogy to my children. Whenever they get in a fight, they don't like the analogy because I say it too many times. So, so this, so that your brother did this to you, your sister did this to you. So imagine you're driving in the road and they run in front of you in the middle of the street. They shouldn't run in the middle of the street. Does that mean you run them over? So, uh, okay, you're lucky not my children. Always you hear this more often. Okay, let's go further. To come to halachic conclusion, you can't unless you limit the ideas. Only when you limit the idea can you come to the true halacha. You can make it come to a conclusion. This is very, very relevant, by the way, to... Can you limit to how important it is to guard your health? You can't. It's infinite. Can you limit how important it is to daven? You can't. It's infinite. So should you daven at home to protect your health? 
Or should you try to go to Shul to uh, be part of a minion? And Davin and Shul is so important. So you, you, you need to really come to a conclusion halachically with two infinite ideas. They're both infinite. And to be able to apply exactly what is the importance for this person to come to Davin and what is the meaning of this, per- this person's danger and how does it express itself in this particular scenario, it, it requires a real real uh, uh, sensitivity to halacha to know how far things go and how far they should go. I mean, of course, in this scenario, it's a lot easier because, of course, the the the, the concern of preserving your health far outweighs uh, the mitzvah to daven. Uh, but at the same time, because it outweighs it so easily, it's easier, it's, 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 it's very easy to totally discard the need to daven. And that's why you have a lot of people davening at home <laughs> because it's just more convenient. And yes, it's because they want to be safe and healthy, but you'll find them uh, uh, hanging out with people and talking face-to-face without in, in total proximity. It, it, it's because you have an idea. And Okay. So, just to conclude, what we learned today is that where we're going is, where we asked a question on how Vayin and Kim seem to be two opposites. We want to know how, how they become one. And to explain this, we're discussing two faculties within ourselves, the ability to understand ideas and the ability to limit and define them. And to say this idea stops here, this idea continues here. These are two soul powers, and uh, these are very relevant to giving an actual plan of action. Any questions, comments, or criticism before we say good Shabbos? We have to see you at the end of the class just because you want to say good Shabbos because you have something you want to say. Rabbi, you can't have it both ways. You told me to look inside. I was looking inside. I was using my book to take notes and I can't see you. So you got you to decide. All right. I, 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 copies of the, of the Safer or I'll buy the Safer. If, you want, uh, if you're going to learn three more of my arm from it, I'll buy the Safer from the hospital. Okay. You can't, get, you can't get it off. All right. How about using your webcam and using your phone. Then I have to go to my office, which is a bigger year to hire than my dining room. Got it. Okay. All right. You really want me to pay attention. <laughs> so, All right. Have a great day, everybody. A good Shabbos. David, good Shabbos.